Well, Gina Horsewood is a name that you may know, and you know it now, because Gina packed her life in a bag and bought a one-way ticket to the other side of the world. She had no idea what was in store for her or her music career. And since October 2011, she's traveled to a whole new hemisphere, bringing with her a distinctive voice that you've been listening to and songs inspired by her nomadic life. Gina's debut, Our Way, penned with Sister Melanie. Sister Melanie was released in 2006 and boasted two, not one, two top ten country singles in Australia. The duo extensively toured East Coast Australia and shared bills with multiple ARIA-winning artists, it's like Juno's, Casey Chambers and Pete Murray. Anyway, so much more in her bio, but what you need to know is is that this album right here in my hand, it's called Porcelain. This is a track from that CD. The website is ginahorsewood.com. There's no E in horse. By the way, let's just get to that for a second here. Am I pronouncing your last name even remotely correctly? Pretty close? Pretty close. <laughs> we say horsewood. Horsewood. Yeah, like the S is Not the horsewood. Z. Horsewood. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. You and I met at the, what the heck was that called? It was like the, Media Night the at the Brooklyn party. Bar. Brooklyn Bar. Was it Brooklyn? Yeah. I thought it was Indie Week. Oh, it was at Brooklyn Bar. At Brooklyn yes. Bar. Yes, yeah. You yeah. And then I actually listened to your music when I got back. I kind of crept on you a little oh, bit. Cool. And I, I said, hmm, uh, I think I invited her on the show before listening to her music. Good thing it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> So thank you for being here. What? Um, let's get into the Aussie thing right away. Mm-hmm. Um, chinchilla. Chinchilla. Famous which for is watermelons. North, of, which is just weird. <laughs> um, north of uh, Queens. No, yeah, north, north of Brisbane. That's right. Yeah. Northwest. Yeah. No, north of Brisbane. Brisbane. Which is near. <laughs> what's the other one? Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the capital called again? Canberra. 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 Stupid North we Americans. We like to pronounce all of our syllables Stupid. or vowels. Now, <laughs> what's the sh- short form for Gina in Australia? You guys shorten everything. You can't short form Gina. Jean. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess, yeah. Jean. Yeah. Yeah. What about your friend, uh, Kaz? Kaza. Kaza. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the Aussie version of Karen. Singer-songwriter Karen Moran, am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Joins Gina in studio today as well. And you girls are heading down to Bill Heffernan's Saturday Sessions tonight at Gate 403 mm-hmm. yes, from sir. 5 to 8 p.m. It's an, I like 403. It's a nice little venue. Yeah. You kind of go through the restauranty thing and the bar, and then you're in the back part. And I've been there for a long time. Yeah? Yeah. I'm excited to be back I on Ronsi. Gate 403. Ronsi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you miss about Australia? Uh, lemon lime bitters? I do miss lemon lime and bitters. It's so hard to explain to people. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I mean, by about February, I'm definitely missing summer. Warmth. Yeah. Um, I miss my family, most of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> do you have any rat bags in your family? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, I think too, you know, I mean. Having lived there until I was 27, mm-hmm. I sort of have lifelong friendships that are um, I don't have here. What footy code did you follow? Um, NRL. You did, of course. Bunch of meatheads, eh? Yeah. Well, you I mean, know when I see all the, and the, I lost all respect for gridiron after I saw NRL. <laughs> 
right? Boy, you have really nice teeth. Do that laugh again. <laughs> Look at her teeth. Wow. You're going to be really easy to identify in a fire. It's gin. Why? It's gin. She had such great teeth. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the three codes of footy in Australia are uh, ARL, which is the, with the white referees near the goalposts that stick their arms out when people do something, right? AFL. Aussie rules. AF, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, AFL. AFL. Yeah. I said ARL. AFL. Yeah. Uh, that's what we see. The and those guys are in great shape as well. Uh, they're they're more streamlined. Yes. NRL, which are the buff heads. Yes. Um, and I th- this is the thing I remember is I have never seen people do this before. When they score a try, right? They get across the line at the end and put the ball down. Yeah. The fans, you could have a guy with two beers in his hands, full beers. What does he do with the beers? He throws them in the air. <laughs> Who really? does that? I, I would never do that. No. That's just wasteful. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so the AFL, that's the family, that's the kids, then the scarves. Yes, and the, you know, yes, the, definitely. Okay. Def- more of a Southern Australian It is, Melbourne football. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, uh, Union, Rugby Union. That's right. That's like the elitist uh, educated. That's right. Yes, it's the private school football. It is. Mm, Very yeah. interesting, the three different codes. Yeah. No. Fatty and Sterlo. Do you know real who that Aussies is? Do, NRL. Do, you know, do you know Fatty and Sterlo? Do you remember Yes, them? I do remember them. Oh, man. It's been so long. The footy show. I know. Oh. That was my introduction to the Aussie culture because they had a... When wow. I first watched the footy show and Red Faces was on uh, oh, with Hey Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh, uh, the footy show. They showed a close-up and they kept playing this clip. And there was some problem with the interchange rule. They couldn't get guys off the field oh. uh, to like for whatever reason. Okay. So this guy, I don't know if I could say this. Of course I could say this because that's what we all pee. It's true. Natural They've got really function. short shorts. <laughs> and he just peed in the middle of the field. And while the play was going on in front of him, he just laid back and peed yeah, well, on the field. Yeah. I went, okay, i got to watch this game. That's ridiculous. The football shorts, I mean, they, they, they're, not, they're, they're not great coverage. No. <laughs> and they're kind of like they're, they're an Aussie uniform, really. Like my, my brother-in-law is a carpenter. Yeah. And to work, he wears footy shorts and a Jackie Howe. Yeah. So, like, it's, it is, it's a, a uniform. Yeah. It's weird. And what are the uh, – oh, I just forgot the name of the boots. Uh, the uh, Blundstones. Blundstones, yeah. Yeah. Well, they've come across. They've come across the pond. Everyone's I know, wearing everyone's them got now. Them here now. Here they you. think they're trendy. At home, they're just for work. Whatevs. Yeah. Let's do a song. Okay. What are we doing? Well, speaking of home, I thought I'd do. I've been a bit homesick this week. It it hits me from nowhere with no for no reason sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I wrote this song for my dad. So he works on the coal mine in Chinchilla. Uh, and we both did actually. I was so that makes you a coal miner's I daughter. I was a coal miner's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Proud? Oh yeah, proud totally to be a coal proud. Miner's yeah. Um, and, uh, but anyway, they, they, long story short, they laid him off. And on the same day that they laid him off, he uh, found out uh, his mum was uh, terminally ill. Oh, just a really bad time. So anyway, I wanted to write Dad a song that sort of uh, reminded him of all the lessons he'd taught me right. as a kid. And uh, this is it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a listen to this lovely young lady here on the Drew Marshall Show. Her name is Gina Horswood. Trying to keep himself occupied. Thirteen born years they rolled. 
hasn't changed but the rubber tires and the fire that once burned bright in a brilliant On the Drew Marshall Show. Well done. Well done. Thanks. You are not rubbish. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Do what I can. Do what I can. Yeah, something like that. Um, so listen, a uh, couple of couple of heavy questions for you, if you don't mind. Just a couple of big questions. Do you believe in God? No. She said that on air. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm like, why, I we were but I no, I already I, I already know that this is where the conversation's going. <laughs> because, you know, the, your publicist let us know a couple of things here. First of all, that um, you are not a believer in in uh, in a god and that your friend Karen is a raving Jesus lunatic. <laughs> Did I get that right? Did I take it out? (laughs) (laughs) So Karen, more Jesus friendly than I. She's a little more Jesus friendly. (laughs) Yeah, Karen, what's your Jesus story? What's your What's your thing? Did you grow up in it? Did you buy into it later? What's going on? I grew up in it. Yeah. uh, And uh, you know, I've uh, I've made it my own. So I've tried different flavors. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I just. Um, do you feel awkward? Do you, like people put you on the spot and feel like you've got to defend and you know say say it the right way because you don't want them to think because there's so much baggage that comes with religion or Christianity or Jesus. Completely, yeah. Well, and it's funny because we had this conversation on tour when I was saying 
I don't even feel comfortable saying, uh, like in a secular setting, yes. that I'm a Christian. Right. Uh, and Gina was saying, oh, well, I feel uncomfortable saying that I'm an atheist. Interesting. And so but we if you're were a Muslim, both feeling... if you're Muslim, you could say it. That's cool. Because that's in <laughs> it now. Was, it was funny that we were both feeling uh, judged by the same audience. Yeah. Uh, so I... Uh, I like to uh, I like to just say like I follow Jesus and his teachings and you know mm-hmm. I'm hoping that has a little less baggage than mm-hmm. uh, unless you think Jesus is a jerk so but uh, <laughs> most people don't though yeah so Jesus yeah. is just all right I think Jesus yeah, was just pretty cool right. yeah. um, I uh, like to confuse people because people will try to paint me into a corner once they find out what I do uh, and so I remember specifically this one time at customs. I told the customs officer because he kept asking me about what I do, what I do, what do you do, what do you do, well, tell me what you, you know, he's just being bizarre, you know, profiling custom basically. Yeah, yeah custom, customs officer <laughs> So I said, look, he said, he said, finally he says, what do you believe? Because I told him I interview people about what they believe. He said, well, what do you believe? I said, oh, at this point I was done. I said, I'm a red letter agnostic theist. <laughs> and he stamped my passport and sent me yes. on my way. But it shut him up. I don't know up. what to do with yeah. it. Um, okay, Karen, can you do a little tune for us? Sure. Maybe, uh, what, Jesus Loves Me or something? What you, what, <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> Just kidding. You're in safe ground here. You know you are. I love that shirt of yours, by the way. Thank Where did you, you get that? Uh, in Detroit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> set, this, set, this, set this song up for us. <laughs> All right, this is... Uh, well, I mean, now you've kind of put me on the spot. I'm wondering where I should go with this. You can go anywhere okay, you want. Okay, we'll kind of go more. Doesn't need to be a natural segue. Just do a song. Oh, no. all right. So, um, well, I'll do, um, I'll do uh, Big Muddy. So that I, I was in the Big Muddy Badlands in Saskatchewan. Beauty, eh? Who knew? Gorgeous. Yeah. But at that point, I was kind of done, um, <laughs> done with my, with my family. Okay, my husband. <laughs> To be true. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's no airport there, you might have noticed. No, 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 no. So uh so this is one of the I mean, truth be told, is it was really a prayer. So people might take it as uh, you're singing to a person. And I guess it was both. I was singing it to him, but I was also it was a cry for help. Yeah. Pretty desperate. So. Yeah. good for you. And what's it called? Big Muddy. Oh yeah, it is called Big Muddy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Good friend, very good friend, Mr. John Laws. Very good friend of <laughs> Gina Horswood here in the studio, and her name is Karen Morand. Well, the road I chose is dusty. It shimmers in the heat. I've been rolling down this way so long I've got tires on my feet The prairie's arms reach for me A lover I've never known The wind is a heartbroken mother Sighing child, won't you come back home? But if you leave me now I tell you There's a twister in my soul Baby, to run to love for cover 
before that funnel swallows us whole. My heart has no more feeling. It's hard and like a stone. I need the heavens to open up and soak me to the bone. But if you leave me now, I tell you what I'll do. I'm gonna dig a hole in the big muddy ground and lay my body down. What's beside me? I don't need the rear view. I'm gonna look ahead to the prize instead until my journey's through. Well, I'm gonna wait till I hear hallelujah. Kind of talent going on here today. I don't know what is happening. Where did you find uh, Gina? Where did you find Karen? I mean, how did you guys kind of connect? Uh, you know, originally. Relatively inebriated at 3 a.m. at the Folk Music Ontario Conference uh, 2015. Right. Yeah. 2015. Yeah. No, 2016. It was uh, last year. Oh man. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. We kind of, and we're like. I love singing with you. <laughs> we harmonize great. We should go on tour. And then we woke up the next day and it was like, was that a thing? Uh, and then we did. Okay. And then we did. <laughs> and then we, and we, and we liked it. Yeah. And we liked yeah, each we other. Each other so we did not kill each other. We did not kill each other. What is your problem spiritually? <laughs> Um, I, I've not always been anti-religion. Um, All right. Um, I grew up a God-fearing Christian, not because we went to church, just because that's like everyone just was. It's yeah. sort of small, small town Australia. Small town Aussie culture. Yeah. yeah. And um, But when I – a couple of things happened that made me question um, Christian Christians, I suppose. So mm. when I was 14, my parents separated and I, I uh, lashed out a little bit and uh, I, I, I went goth. Um, so I looked. That's the way you lashed out. I, yeah. Yes. My my lashing out was to um, wear black clothing. Wow. I know. Hardcore. This is Italian mothers do the same when someone in the family dies. So. <laughs> a black lipstick. I was. Yeah. I was pretty. I was, looked pretty interesting. Um, uh, and but at the time, my faith was probably the strongest it had ever been. I hmm. really turned and lent on. Jesus and prayer and all of those things. And my godparents were very, very Christian. You can't call church. them that. <laughs> Why not? Godparents? You yeah. don't believe in God? No, but they were like, they were the people that were going to no, get me if my parents, parents died. Yeah, but you, you know, can't, you're not allowed to call them I, godparents I, at the if you don't time, believe in I was, Just kidding. I'm oh. totally kidding. <laughs> anyway, yes? Anyway, um, they essentially wouldn't let me in their house because of the clothes I was wearing. So they never asked if I was worshipping the devil. They just assumed, even though at the time I was very much... Um, 
in love with God. Um, so that kind of made me go, "Who? Like that's not really right." And um, mm. and so I started to question things a little bit at that point. And then once I got uh, older and just started reading and 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 had, I couldn't reconcile really this concept that um, the Bible is a collection of stories that were told and, and people tell me but they were, t- you know, God spoke through the people, that the scribes and all that kind of thing and I'm like, yeah, but like human nature kind of tells us that somebody at some point might have just put Stuffed a few words a little. <laughs> a little different for their own, you yeah. know, self uh, purpose or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that to me kind of was like, I just can't believe that like you like dedicating your life to these stories that may or may not be true. And then, um, and then also trying to reconcile, you know, this, I think there's just so many contradictions, um, you know, Jesus is all about love, but you're not allowed to be gay. And there's like, you know, there's so many things that don't. Even though Jesus didn't say you're not allowed to be gay. No, no. Well, there's, yeah, wait. Yeah, right. Okay. So there's a, there's just, I just can't reconcile it in my brain. So here's what I hear you saying. Mm Mm-hmm. You might like a website called tohellwithreligion.com. Religion is is it's probably more religion than Christianity that I have an issue with. Yeah, but you've Organized gone you've religion. gone from knocking religion and what it should be knocked on about, knocked on as a footy term, um, to going, you know, and uh, now nah, there's no god. Yeah. <laughs> Good summary. Good summary. Yeah. No, and can I can I just say that I um, there's something about the Aussie culture that I think eventually they're going to come in. Maybe they already are in second place when it comes to how many atheists per capita. Like the UK mm. has got the most amount of atheists going. Right. Just that's the way it is. I just feel comfortable there. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then and then the Aussie, because there's such a boatload of common sense built into the DNA of Aussies. There really is. Well, yeah. And, Survival instincts. Sure, have to keep. sure. And they're <laughs> sus about everything. Right. right? <clears throat> and I think that um, I think that's actually healthy for spiritual mm-hmm. growth. Well, and I think too, like, I mean, I, I I say atheist because it's the easiest way for people to kind of recognize immediately that I'm not a Christian. Yeah. But um, that in itself is kind of an organized group of set of beliefs. Yeah. So yeah. It, I struggle with that too. Sure. Like, I don't know what I'd call myself, to be perfectly honest. I just don't, I just know it's not a Christian. Karen, have you tried to sell her Jesus? No, no. Why not? You, that means you're not a good Jesus person then. No, well... By the way, I, I am a big fan we, of we your hair. Whatever you're doing with that, yeah. it looks awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Just Thanks. thought I'd be weird. <laughs> For the radio audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, because I I don't I don't think I don't think that's what where it's at. I think the the heavy pushing, the Bible thumping, as Gina likes to call it, yeah. is uh it's uh it's not compelling. It's not it's it's uh, it's repulsive to some. Mm-hmm. And uh so I think I think my job is to uh, to follow Jesus, to love people, no matter what. That's it. And if, and we've had tons of conversations. Like we had a lot of time in the car when we did some touring. Even last night, we wrote a song about it. Like we just, uh, but we just talk about it because it's not my job to convert Gina. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I we believe, wouldn't be friends if she tried. <laughs> <laughs> and if I and I think you know people have everyone has to come to their own conclusions in the end. We're responsible for our own spiritual mm-hmm. uh, journey, and and uh, my job is to love her. If I didn't love her, then I'm not doing my job as a Jesus lover. I like this dynamic. It's so interesting. I, um, uh, Karen, can you do a song, please? I can. Your final song. Better be good. Better be good. Don't suck. <laughs> What's this called? A uh, song called? This is called Junkyard Heart. 
That's right. <laughs> Dance along if you want. Oh. And this is uh, this is just about. Um, you know, when I really, this has everything to do with faith. When I really look at myself, um, I'm really no better than the next guy. Yeah. You know. True story. I, yeah. Right. Beautiful. Again, live on the Drew Marshall Show, uh, Gina Horsby's very good friend, <laughs> Karen Moran. Well, I'm tangled, grasping, greedy. I'm nasty and I'm needy I'm stolen from the poor I've burnt all my bridges I've broken all the dishes i bolted every door But I know I'm at my best in your arms I know I'm at my best in your arms and you ignore the cryptic warning from this junkyard heart and turn it into good. I know there's something good here in your arms. Well, I'm a double-faced pretender, a drunkard on a bender. I'm far away from home. I'm a junkie and a harlot, a letter painted scarlet. I'm shameful to the bone, but I know I'm at my best in your arms. I know I'm at my best in your arms. And you ignore the cryptic warning from this junkyard heart. Turn it into good I know there's something good here in your arms And I can't shake, can't shake you This crazy love haunts every room I try to hide it in my bed Pile the covers on my head won't let me stay there you won't let me stay there and I know I'm at my best here in your arms I know I'm at my best in your arms and you ignore the cryptic warning from this junkyard heart and turn it into good I know there's something good here in your arms Yeah, you turn it into good I know there's something good here in your arms Wow, that was unbelievable. What a stinking nice song. That's ridiculous. Did you, Tim, did you hear, <laughs> this is just, people's brains do this, right? They'll hear a song that, ooh, that sounds like it reminds me of, and blah, 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 blah. Did you hear Randy Stonehill in that? Yeah, totally. 
This guy, Randy, Rand, Randy, Randy so was one of my first guests on the show 100 years ago, back when I only had Jesus people on the show. And um, Randy was influential in my life. Him, he and uh, Larry Norman, um, mm. who, again, a former guest on the show. And these were like big uh, Jesus rock singer dudes, folk and rock and whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. Randy's actually a very good songwriter, and he's a really good uh, – I, I like his, his – his, um, his acoustic playing, his hammer-ons and pull-offs are just – I mean, he's mm. so good. He's got a, a James Taylor-esque uh, finger-style playing, you know. And you just pulled that off. And then just even the, the, the journey you took us through uh, lyrically, man, mm. who the heck are you? Where have you been all my life? <laughs> Just I love that song, and I knew I knew it was going to be good because as soon as you announced it, Gina went, "Oh, <laughs> definitely favorite." Yeah, yeah, I relate to that. So good, so good. Well, look, I think what people get ticked off at when it comes to religion is when they come off with a sort of a arrived attitude. I have arrived, mm-hmm. and when someone communicates intentionally or unintentionally that they are spiritually mature every other person in the world goes that's an oxymoron actually (laughs) there's no such thing as spiritual maturity right yes well it's just a personal thing whatever your god whoever your god is or not um it's about your relationship with them and and pushing that onto other people is challenging for me and i don't think you can ever like yeah arrive or accept that Mm-mm. what you believe is always going to be what you believe mm. like you i think it's good to be skeptical and it's good to mm. search always and question and so long as it's you know as cliche as it sounds done but, in love right but like, not everybody and this is what i've come to realize that not everyone uh, is like me <laughs> <laughs> and it's I like true. to, it I mean, true. I'm a seeker, yeah. I'm a searcher for sure, yeah. but not everybody's like that. I no. mean, and I've met some people, I know uh, a number of people who are just so content with what they know right now. Right. Right. And I, I'm a little envious I mean, of, I, of the rest that they seem to have, the peace that they yes, seem to have, because yes. I ain't got that. I want to, mm. I desperately want to have a faith, any faith, <laughs> mm. like, because I just feel like there's, you know, I miss that comfort. Have you ever heard her say that, uh, Karen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. go there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't. But my logical <laughs> brain don't let me do it. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gina Horswood is in the studio here with us. Horswood. Gina. Yes. Uh, tell us about this song you're going to do now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to actually do a new one. Okay. Um, so I went back to Australia in September for a month, and um, they're, in, they're, in some, they're going through some political change down there, and... Um, I think just the world in general, I, I have a, you know, I, I sometimes avoid the news and, and uh, it makes me a little terrified at the state of the world. But uh, when I landed in Canada, I, um, you know, the, the only Canadian I knew lived in Muskoka. And so I kind of got, you know, uh, embraced. Goldie Hawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not Canadian. Um, the I kind of got embraced by this community and I just thought, you know, um, they, it really brings me great comfort to be able to go home there, mm. um, to be with people that I know who accept me with all of my, you know, good and bad parts. And um, and I thought if everybody could call somewhere like that home, mm. um, maybe the world would be in a lot less trouble. Um, and and I, I uh, wrote this tune, and that's what it's all about. And what's it called? It's called Let's Go Home. Beautiful. Mm. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Gina Horswood. four walls are not my home and this body is more than brittle bone i know you know i don't do lonely well 
This kitchen floor is soaked in tears. I can't recall how long we've been laying here. But I know you know we don't do lonely well. So let love rain on these streets. Let the fear-fueled fire disappear. We're all but gone except for smoke and soul. If you lay your weapons down, I'll take you home. My brother is young and misinformed. He's growing up, I'm waging war. But I know you know he don't do lonely well. And my father is lost in a world of change. He's holding on to dying ways. But I know you know he don't do lonely well So let love rain on these streets Let the fear-fueled fire disappear We're all but gone except for smoke and soul If you lay your weapons down, I'll take you Pleasure. No, seriously, it's such a pleasure to have both of you here in the studio. Um, you know, it was a gamble. It's a risk. No, oh, stop. Thank you. Thank you to both of you for being here. Real pleasure having you. I really appreciate it.